Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. We are a day away from the Battle of Alberta. Should be hooking up momentarily with Calgary Flames General Manager Brad Treleving. Uh, a reminder that you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Benefit, and you can Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 780-496-0063. That's our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. We will head off to the River Career Resort Casino Hotline to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. The liner says it just might be the best you've ever tasted. It is the best you've ever tasted. Three locations in the Edmonton area. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Our next guest had a very interesting summer, and he punched back in a big way. And he's got a good team this year again, and that's awesome for the Battle of Alberta. We welcome back to the show Brad Treleving. Brad, it's Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you making out today? Uh, gotten one out. That's <laughs> Tweak my tweak my knee. Not sure if it's sprained fat or gout or something, but we're hobbling around pretty good. So I'm having to stand up hosting the show in the press box. You know, it's a long way from the heart. You know what I'm saying, Brad? Yeah, you got. Yeah, you'll you'll find a way. You won't. They won't IR you. You'll just cut it out. Yeah, exactly. All right, look, uh, and 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 I I know for the Oilers, a lot of the focus has been last year was last year. Let's move on. we got to recalibrate. Everybody's starting with the same amount of points. Yeah, we went three rounds, whatever. It's about this year. And I'm wondering if you guys are – you had a – look, you had a tr- an interesting summer. Um, but I, I, I think I'm sure for a lot of you guys, you've moved on from the, the interesting summer part and the moves you made. But, it, it, I mean, when you think about the team that you had at the end of last season and the changes you made, it's been a pretty dynamic time for your organization, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody's at that, you know, is in the same boat when you get to this stage of the year is you, you know, the summer is the summer and, you know, it's been well documented, all the stuff that's happened here. Um, but that's, you know, we've turned the page on that. This is a new group. Um, you know, we've, as much as there's, it's a new group, you know, listen, the, the majority of our the players that we had here last year with our, with our team are back. Um, you know, we've, we've had some players, uh, probably a little higher up on the food chain that that have changed um you know the circumstances were what they were but we like our team and uh so our focus now is is like everybody else is you know and when you have you know we've had we've had some pretty significant change here it's trying to build a team and uh that doesn't just happen because you put everybody together and and away you go so you got you know we're we're in that process through training camp and you go through your evaluation and then the last week of camp you really get into the you know who's trying to build some chemistry and 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 trying to build a team and and that's where we that's where we are right now so uh you know, we've turned the page on last year. We've 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 closed the book on the summer. The summer's the summer. You know, we're more interested in what's lying ahead in 82 games and what happened in June, July, and August. So we're excited about our group, but you know, we know we got a long way to go here. Well, you should be excited. What did it mean for the Flames organization to get both Huberto and Mackenzie Winger signed to long-term deals? 
Well, I think anytime you have good player, you know, you, you can get a good player signed. Um, you know, you you want to do that. It's hard to get good players, uh, so you want to you want to keep. We think we think you know both are really good players. You know, um, you know Jonathan brings a real a dynamic element in terms of you know his ability to distribute the puck. Um, you know, power play ability. Um, you know, and he can shoot it in the net as well. And he's 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 been you know he's been a he's been a top player in the league here for a while. So uh, being able to to, to add him, uh, not only add him but but then to keep him, um, we were excited about the McKenzie. You know, when we made that deal. Obviously, a lot of the headlines go to to Jonathan and 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 which we get. But um, for us, the big piece of that deal was was McKenzie, um, who out west here. You know, people don't get to see him a lot playing in Florida, only coming out once a year. But, uh, you know, this guy's a real solid, solid player. He's highly competitive, uh, can play both sides, a real oddity oddity in some ways that a righty that played a lot, um, you know, primarily on the left last few years. So getting him into the mix and then and being able to extend them we're we're excited about both guys uh that business taken care of and then you get a different type of dynamic with Kadri and an option yes he can play in the wing but obviously he's had a lot a lot of success and and brad it, it, there's there's no our fans know what you guys do and you guys do prioritize amongst other things competitiveness with your players and and Kadri has lots of that and had a hell of a playoff run and was a huge part of a Stanley Cup championship. It, it, it's never a bad thing when you bring a player with those, you know, that sort of pedigree into your club, is it? No, not at all, Bob. And you know, you know as well as anybody. Anytime you can have, you know, listen. He, he, they won this year. That that, that experience that you go through can't be replicated. You can, I, I'm a firm believer you can't have too many people without with rings in your room. Um, and just having that lived experience of of knowing, you know, everybody says you know what it takes. It's an overused statement, but it's 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 the truth. You know, until you go through it and 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 come out on the other side, you have to have. You know, you have to have people around your group, and it's it's important to have people around your group that have been through it. Um, but even more importantly, that is just what he brings to our table. You know, to the table for us is you know really strengthening our middle. That's that's one area when we you know when we sat down. Obviously, there was all the circumstances going on in the summer, but you know we wanted to strengthen our middle when we want and we wanted to strengthen our back end. You know, you look you look. You know, you look out throughout the West. You look at our division. You know, you look at our series with Edmonton last year. Um, you know, there's not. You know, it's 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 difficult to compete with that team if you don't have some strength and some depth down the middle um, and through the middle of the ice. So, you know, your top four defensemen, your your center ice position. So, being able to to bring in Nas um, and 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 partner him with you know Lindholm Backlund. You know, we added Kenny, Kevin Rooney. We think gives us some some depth in the middle, and and no question, he's our kind of player. He's got he's got skill, he's got brains, and he's got some snarl to him. So um, I've been really impressed with him. You know, being around him here this last month or so, or a couple months that he's been here. So um, looking forward to having Nas with us. Calgary Flames general manager Brad Trailer and Bob Stoffer joining you live from Rogers Place. Brad, um, I've always liked Dylan Dubé. And I, mm-hmm. I know you have a little bit of cap space, and you might have a move coming down the road up front. But to me, he's kind of a guy, I, I wonder whether or not he ends up being maybe 
part of the solution for you just for a little bit of more juice up in your top nine. What do you think? Oh, I, I, I concur. I'm a big Dubé fan, and I think, you know, he's like a lot of those young players. And if you remember going back a few years ago, his first year, he was dynamic in our camp. He had a dynamic, um, you know, we had a break there before we went to Penticton. We, you know, we would the Oilers and us would have sort of two rookie games against each other. He really started out well in those games, went into training camp, had a dynamic camp, you know, came, you know, and, and, and made the team. And, you know, since then he's had some injuries, but he's just, there's been some inconsistency as, as, as all young players have. Now, you know, he's bounced around. The, one of the great things about Dylan is his versatility, you know, came up through the ranks as a, as a natural center, um, has played center, has played both wings, but, you know, it's great to have versatility, but you also try to, you try to give some guy a little bit of stability with a position. Um, Dylan, you know, the one thing with Dylan too is he's a, he's a tremendous worker. You know, he's he's gotten himself stronger. Um, he's a full, you know, he's an everydayer. You know, in season, off season, he works at his game. He works at his conditioning. You know, was our top top, you know, rated um, fittest athlete um, at training camp, and uh, and you know, he again he brings that combination. He can skate. Um, you know he's got he's got a high end compete level. He digs in, so I'm excited to see him. He's playing with two real good players here right now, and and we want to give him every opportunity because we're, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna need to find goals. And I think you know Dylan had a bit of a breakout with 18 last year. Um, you know his 200 foot game is is really improved, but uh, I'm excited I'm excited to to see what's ahead for Dylan this year. Brad, you had a line last year that basically played 87% of the time together, three guys that scored 40 goals, and your team didn't have – now, you have a big, heavy, tough team, so that plays a factor in maybe not getting as banged up. as You had a lot go right in the regular season. Is it – I think – and maybe it's difficult for you to – it's a difficult question. I think you've got a better playoff team on paper. Like, to me, you've significantly upgraded on defense. All due respect to Cabranson, but Uyghur's just simply way better. Uh, and you have a different dynamic with your forwards. And maybe you don't win as much. Like It's difficult to re- replicate what you did in the regular season last year, but do you think maybe you're you're better suited to have playoff success? Well, we'll see, I guess, is the question, right? And I, and I, and I get the – you know, I understand. And I, and I totally get the question. Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer, Bob, that you win in the league, obviously, you know, there's 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 star power in the league, but when you when you break it down, to me it's you got to be solid in goal. You got to be solid through the middle of the ice. You got to be solid and deep at your blue line, and you got to be you got to be solid up the middle of the ice. And um, you know I like I like how that's come together. Um, you know this team's got to chart its own course. You know yeah you'll, you'll always you know every team will be you always talk about what's happened you know, last year or prior. This is a new team. Um, you know, one thing we've talked a lot about, you, you, we can't, we certainly can't get ahead of ourselves. Ours isn't worrying about playoffs. we got to get to the playoffs. Yeah. And when you look again, and it's sounds like a motherhood statement, but, you know, everybody's improved. You just look at our division. You go right through it. Everybody's improved. Edmonton, who went to the conference final last year, they've improved. Um, you know, it, it, They've improved externally. They've improved by a year older. 
um, with some of their young players. You look at the Seattle's, the Vancouver's, the Vegas's, who were just injured last year, and that's a top team. So um, you go right to Anaheim's, LA's, you know, everybody. You just so so the focus for us is just is 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 you know let's let's get our game in order. We got to build our team. We got to find and get back and 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 establish our identity as a team and. And not worrying about what's going to happen, we got to worry about what's in front of us right now, and that's our only focus. And uh, you know, this team will chart its own path. And uh, you know, whether we're better, whether we're not as good, um, time will tell. Um, and that's why you play the games. But you know, we're not focused on the, anything other than you know the challenge we got ahead of us tomorrow night against a, a, an elite team, and uh, and just continue to try to build our game. Brad, one more for you, sort of an organizational philo- uh, philosophical question. And I've had this conversation dating all the way back to when Kevin Brandegas ran the Oilers scouting department. I played for Stu McGregor uh, in Edmonton with the Southside Athletic Club when I was a kid, when he was our head scout, uh, and most recently with Tyler Wright. I think you got to go where you have success, and you do have to look at the past in order to evaluate you know, if you're going to run some numbers and some analytics and it's difficult to do on the amateur side, maybe you need to know what your organization does well or where they have success from with players. You guys made the right pick with Fox. He wouldn't sign there. Um, you know, Goodrow, hey, Goodrow played the full you know, amount of time he could before he became a UFA. Matthew Kachuk, uh, three American players. You know where I'm going here. Would you hesitate? Yeah. Would you hesitate drafting a guy out of the States if there was a comparable player from an area where you have had, like, I'm looking at Edmonton going, they've had greater success out of the OHL, the WHL, Sweden, and Finland. They should prioritize drafting in those areas. Is that is that too narrow of a scope, or do you have to have that conversation when you're running a draft? You know, and I, I understand the question, and obviously we've lived it, but I think it's a dangerous... I mean, to me, whether you're drafting a player wherever he's from, I mean, yeah. to me, that's that's where your back your background information comes into play, um, and you 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 know, there's there's the on ice evaluation, which is critical, and then obviously you got to know everything you can about the about the individual and the person, and and so on and so forth. But for me, it still comes back. I think it's I think. It's a dangerous game to start eliminating people because of passport or birthplace or, you know, whether they're from this country or not or this part of the world or not. Um, we got a criteria that we look for in players. And obviously, it's like everything else. You do the evaluation process and then you evaluate risk as you would in any, any other line of work. Uh, but I think... Uh, I, the short answer for me, Bob, no, is I wouldn't. I wouldn't be, uh, you know, we, we went through that situation a year ago. We took uh, Matt Coronado in the first round uh, uh, from from the Chicago Steel. So um, you have to mitigate risk. It's not just flying blind and saying, well, you know, you, you have to understand, you know, of, of, of what risk you may have. But ultimately, it's got to come down to the player evaluation. And I think you, you can run a dangerous game of saying, I'm going to eliminate these types of players or just because they're from a certain part of the, the world or country. Um, I think you run a, a dangerous a dangerous issue. Now, having said all that, you, you know, you, you tend to go back to the well where you have success. So, um, but ultimately, you know, you got to do the evaluation and, and wherever the player's from, whatever, whatever his passport is, um, we're just trying to find the best player we can. Final one for you. You got a little bit of cap space. You got arguably the best defense, top six in the league, when uh, Shillington comes back. I don't think you need to add there, but uh, you're going to be in a. I'm not going to ask you where you're going to go get a guy. 
but you're going to be in a good spot to at least add a little bit of help here at some point during the season, aren't you? Because you do actually have cap space while other teams are in LTIR. Yeah, we've got some space, and 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 it's early, right? Like we, you know, if if you were to look at our team, I think it's it's, you know, and I've I've stated it, you know, could could we could we look for another forward, potentially? But I also we we, you know, we've gone through camp. Uh, we've got some young players that are that are you know have had some success. You know our team in Stockton. We moved it to Calgary now. Um, was a real was a top American League team last year with a lot of young people. They're a year older. Um, some did some great things in camp. Some would probably say they they you know for whatever reason put a little pressure on themselves. Um, didn't. I want to see how that sort of manifests itself and 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 get them up and running and see if there's. You know, you continue to look at internal options, um, but we're early yet. Um, you know, that's our hope is, is is touch wood. You can continue to accrue some space and, um, you know, continue to look in the market, to, you know, as every team does. Is there, if there's ways to help you, we certainly investigate it. Brad, you gave us a lot of time. Much appreciated. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. All right, Robert. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That is Brad Trailerman, the general manager of the Calgary Flames. He swung back. I mean, they got Delta... A tough hand, and, you know, he, he said, hey, we've moved on from that, and they have. Uh, the Goodrow situation, frankly, I still don't understand that. I don't get that. Uh, Kachuk, all right, he made a choice. I can't believe the trade that the Flames ended up getting. Like, they got, you know, a first-line left wing that was tied with Goodrow in scoring last year, second behind McDavid, and they got a top four defenseman that can play either side that's been an analytics god the last several years in Florida. Uh, and then they turn around and side Kadri. Calgary's going to be good. We've said this all summer. They are going to have, once they got that deal done with Florida, they were going to be a good team. And it's going to be awesome. And the only thing that sucks is we're only going to see the Battle of Alberta three times in the regular season. The only time the Flames are here during the season is tomorrow night. It's going to be a kicker here at Rogers Place. I'm going to get into some of your texts. You can text us at 780-496-0063. It's 123 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. I want to tell you, it is currently 125 in Edmonton, Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite Japanese steakhouse. Reserve your party today at jvedmonton.ca. Don and staff at Japanese Village will take care of you. And all season long, the Oilers Now Injury Report is presented by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. 250-plus years of experience. It's unrivaled. It's unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. I know Trent Brown's going to be watching uh, the Golden Bears game tomorrow. Uh, Chris Morris, who uh, he and his family have been dealing with a, a family tragedy. We'll see how the team bounces back. They take on the Calgary Dinos, who won a Vanier Cup like three years ago, but are going through a tough campaign. Uh, the Bears are poised to gain a playoff spot under the former Edmonton Eskimos uh, tackle Chris Morris. Hockey is here. It might be time to think of upgrading your truck or SUV. Our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. Well, they've got inventory. They're down to about 15 newer used Ford SUVs and about 13 other newer used trucks and uh, SUVs. All units are priced competitively, and of course, Brentridge Ford always treats their customers fairly. They boast an outstanding service department as well. They don't forget about you after you purchase the vehicle. So, you can uh, reach out to Uncle Milt, Johnny Rich, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. You can give them a call at 780-352-6048. And remember... Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. 
Mitch has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Mitch says, huge respect for Tree. Probably uh, only three or four general managers could do what he was able to execute this summer. And again, they swung back. Dale in Saskatoon has texted us. He says, Bob, you pump Calgary's tires too much. This team may be tougher and more gritty on the outside, but they've lost almost 100 goals from last season. Like Jack Michaels said, the Oilers still have Markstrom's number at the end of the day. That one comes to us from Dale in Saskatoon. Dale, I'm going to respect Calgary. They finished ahead of Edmonton in the regular season last year. I'm surprised the Oilers were able to come back and win four straight. I never saw that happening. And it wouldn't surprise me in the least if the two teams met in the second round of the Pacific Division playoffs this year. That'd be awesome again. And the series would go six or seven games. Make no mistake. Look, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. I want the Oilers to win. But I'm not an anybody but Calgary guy. Okay, I'm not a Calgary sucks guy. And this Calgary team is good. And you know what? I think the hope is the order is going to be good, too. Like, top eight in the league, good. So, there you have it. But keep texting us. It's all good, man. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors with an update from the farm. They drop the puck in their regular season. It starts tomorrow night. Colin Chalk when we return here on Orders Now.